The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. I'm Paul Lair, and I've got anger issues. Convenient fees on Live Nation, that pisses me off. People who drive slow in traffic, that pisses me off. Dropping things, that pisses me off. So what do I do to manage my anger? I have a podcast called Say Anger, where I have a guest on every week. They tell me what makes them angry, and then it's like this little therapy session. It'll help you out, and sure as hell helps me out. So help me help you by subscribing to the Nerdist School Network. Teddy O'Hammeram found himself where every 8th grade boy dreads being. The principal's office. Teddy had flipped out in his pottery class, and the principal was trying a new angle with Teddy, actually talking to him to get to the bottom of what set him off. I was trying to make a mug. I was trying to make a mug, and, uh... It just wasn't coming out the way I wanted it. And, 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 and I didn't want to get a bad grade. So they, they sent me down to Mr. Douglas's. And when you got to Mr. Douglas's, you were expecting a punishment, weren't you? I was expecting a detention or suspension because I, th- I threw the mug against the window. Oh my. But that's not what you got, is it, Teddy? No. Mr. Douglas doesn't like to punish anymore. Um, the superintendent came down and and told us that that we couldn't punish our students. We couldn't give them detention. We just had to talk to them in soothing voices. This is pottery teacher Rosanna. She just goes by Rosanna. That's my only name. I only have one name. That's all she told me was Rosanna. Uh, Teddy did smash the mug and all the other students' mugs that day. That was that was hard. And it was difficult. At this moment, did you wish that you were able to dole out some punitive action? Yeah, I mean, I remember when we used to be able to take a ruler, smack the top of the hands of those children who were misbehaving. I remember. Oh yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, that happened to me a lot when I was growing up. Oh. Just random people on the street even. With Not even rulers? in class. Yeah. Mm. A lot of times. I was a pretty good kid, too. Just had one of those faces. So, he, Mr. Douglas handed me a bowl, and then he just kept writing down good attributes about me and saying, it's going in the bowl. Now, Teddy. Yeah. How did you feel about actually being positively reinforced during this meeting as opposed to negatively reinforced? Well, at first I, was, I didn't understand, but after a while, it just made me realize that I kind of been a kind of been a jerk my whole time, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done what I did. And I um I actually have the bowl here, and I'd love to read a few a few pieces okay. of it. Okay. 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 Slips of paper. Great sense of humor. Yeah, I'm a good joker. We've got pretty good hairline. I have a, I have a strong hairline through the generations of. Oh, hammer Yeah, it looks like it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna stay that way for a while. A lot of lettuce. Yeah. Um, pretty good wardrobe. Thank you. A lot of these are physical. <laughs> They're very physical. Get to the ones that are about me though, because I don't think you're getting the ones that really say who Teddy is. Okay, let me dig in here. Fear of spiders. That doesn't seem like a particularly good, good thing. It's just a fact. Yeah, but it about says you. that I'm alert. That I'm aware of threats around me and just oh, dangers. That in seems like a year interpretation kind of thing, though. We tried to speak to Principal Douglas, but he died. That was unfortunate. <laughs> it's this American Live on Minecraft. <laughs> Each week, we pick a theme, bring you a variety of stories on that theme. This week's theme: What set me off? This week's episode is in four acts. All about what set me off, things that set people off, setting off things, set, set, setting off things, setting, God, where's the time go? Act one, everything's offset. Mr. and Mrs. Donalds sold the Western Inn Motel in Arwen, Arkansas in 1992. But 20 years later, they missed the little inn and decided to purchase it back. 
After the sale, they realized everything was the same, except slightly different. Producer Ryan Blumqueen has that story. And you've been married how long? Oh, about, what, what? 42 years? Yeah, 42. 40, 42, 40, 43. 43, 43. What's the secret? To marriage? Yeah. Long-lasting marriage? Oh, God. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just do what she says. I say a lot of things that I want that I want him to do, and then he does them, and that's, you know. And also, people say don't go to bed angry, uh, but we do that sometimes. We, we, I'm okay with that. Do you ever think that um, change can enter a marriage just ever so slightly? I mean, since you bought rebought the inn, I, I, no, I noticed uh, there's a lot of things from the photos that uh, from the archives that look exactly the same, but uh, you two have a different vibe about you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. W- when Pam and I decided to buy the inn back, we uh, we were longing for uh, something that uh, was missing from our lives. Um, there was a nostalgia in the inn that we yeah. just wanted. It was back. like our child, you know. We let our child go, and then we wanted. We wanted it back. We wanted our our baby back. Those listening, the inn is a quaint bed and breakfast, an old turn-of-the-century home that's converted for passers-by and travelers of many. All the furniture is almost original, except for one piece in the dining room. It's a 1956 jukebox that Mr. O'Donnell had purchased somewhere in the time of the resale, but he has no memory of buying it. Yeah, I, for the love of God, I just can't. Uh, yeah, I was watching one of those uh, TLC shows, the, the, the garbage pickers or the American pickers. The garbage pickers. The no, those two guys that go look for uh, old trinkets. Mm, I don't think so. Well, I was watching one of those okay. shows, and something about a jukebox. I saw them find one. And I'm like, this is perfect for the inn. Where I got that jukebox, I don't recall, though. Now, if you were to sit in the dining room by yourself on a quiet Sunday afternoon, everything would be peaceful. But the electric hum of the jukebox has set off Mrs. O'Donnell. I can't take it anymore. I really can't. It's beautiful. Look at the glowing light. I see the glowing light. It's giving me a headache. It sets the mood for the room. I have taken so much Excedrin, I cannot poop. What? Well, don't, don't spend don't so much send, time in the so, room. Yeah, don't. Maybe don't take this, the medicine. This is one of my rooms. I can come into this room. Why should I not be able to come into this room just because? Ah! Oh, do you hear that? No, don't. Do you hear that? Don't open the bottle. I'm going to open it. Don't. I'm opening it. What's the dose? Two every four hours? I've taken seven already today. Oh, good Good luck pooping later. The customers had always written reviews about how, how warm and pleasant the inn had been. But since the repurchase and the arrival of the jukebox, customers have felt a little off. This is, this is Karen Montgomery, who's staying here from Walla Walla, Washington. She was passing through the, and wanted to stay at the historic inn. Yes, I, uh, I checked the <clears throat> reviews on Yelp and... You know, it, in in warmth, it had five stars. In customer service, five stars. In comfortability, five stars. So I thought that I would be getting a five-star experience. For um, those of you listening, Karen wears an entire jumpsuit with a butterfly pattern. I really wanted to ask her, but I felt that she would she'd be quick to turn on me because she her views about the jukebox sent a red flag. I uh, I don't go into any experience until I've thoroughly researched it ahead of time. And as you could imagine, I was very thrown by the hostile environment set forth by the innkeepers. Um, I remember complaining one time uh, to management, uh, which was them, and I asked them to please stop arguing. I mean, I'm here. I am passing through. All I wanted was a warm bath, um, some tea. Uh, some light jazz music, and you can't 
you can't really indulge and you can't really be in the moment when you have a married couple bickering through the events of the inn. Hmm. I asked the O'Donnells, what, what is it that they hope to return to for the inn? What is the future of the inn? Or is the future in the past? Well, I would say that we, we, need, we need peace. We need, uh, and there it is again. Doug! What would you Turn have me do? Off. Unplug it. Unplug it, Doug. Pamela, I cannot unplug this jukebox. No? No? Why? Because because then this annoying noise will stop? This this noise that creates so much uh turmoil inside of me? I will stop? I forgot to mention the audience. The jukebox doesn't actually play music. It's just an artifact that he he found. There are no records for it or any any way to play it. It just buzzes. Which I thought was annoying at first, but after a while, staying at the inn for a couple days, it felt more warm than anything. Uh, that's it. I'm putting a deposit down on another inn. Oh, we can't afford another inn. I have a separate bank account I never told you about. What? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you like that, huh? My mother was right about you. I'm oh, gonna come get out on. of here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave. Um, Are you still here? I'm still here, and I'm just going to be saying that this is the first five-star review you will not be getting. Uh, go to a Hyatt already, Karen. Oh, get out of here. Oh, I remember. It was eBay. I got the jukebox on eBay. I'm a, um, a proprietor of old uh, musical artifacts. This is John McJonathan. He is a proprietor and has one of the largest eBay stores that the website has maintained since the early 90s of the website's founding. I'm John John X392, and uh, everybody knows me on eBay. <laughs> I'm kind of a legend there. <laughs> now, why did you... Uh, you have a, quite an important role in this jukebox story here. I didn't even know <laughs> that any of this had happened. I, you know, I hadn't plugged that jukebox in, in in years, you know, since I found it on the side of the road. Um, and, uh, you know, I like to pick things up that I find on the side of the road and, uh, take them into my garage and look at them for a while and then sell them up on eBay. Mr. McJonathan lives outside of, uh, Baltimore, Maryland in a small blue home that's filled, filled to the brim with old vintage jukebox. He also has a, uh, a refrigerator that's just stocked with milk. Let's see here. This is a, um, this is a 2%. So, here, this so, one. John. Sorry, let me just... This one, oh, this is a good, this is a good one. This is a hole. John, oh, I, I, I got a macadamia milk here. Okay. I've been trying well, that lately. I was lately. just wondering, your, good. your jukebox machine has sort of created a rift in a family. Um, is there anywhere oh. that maybe we could repair it somehow? Maybe if we got the machine to stop buzzing, or maybe play a quiet tune. Then oh, it's the buzz. Yeah, I remember that buzz. Stop! Yeah. Can you stop drinking milk? I just, you know, I'm really into this macadamia. I just. Okay. I'd really like to just kind of go and mm. help this this family and wrap this kind of. You know, it tastes like macadamia nuts. You I doubt that. it does. I brought John to the to the inn, and he agreed to try and fix the buzz. Although the changes in the O'Donnells might be too severe. No matter how slight. All right, let's see here. Careful. I know what I'm doing. This is what you get, Doug, for for buying something on eBay. It doesn't have a warranty. Okay, okay, okay. What are you thinking? All right, plug it back in. All right, let's see here. Is it working? I can't tell yet. Maybe he did it. Oh my god. Maybe he <gasps> did it. There's music. Oh, hey, Karen's back. Uh, Karen! Oh, hey, um, I heard the sounds of sweet jazz from outside, and as you all know, that's a soft spot for me, so I'm gonna be going upstairs. And we didn't know that, that, Karen. You've barely talked to us this whole entire trip, oh. or throughout your stay. Okay, well, I like the I like the sounds, the sweet sounds of smooth jazz. So sue me. Hi, Karen, was Hi. it? Yeah, that's me. Hi, my Hi. name's John. Um, Hi, Jonathan. Hi. I uh, 
sold this jukebox oh. to them. Oh my gosh. And uh, I you know I actually have a lot more back in my place in Maryland if you're well, you're a craftsman. Yeah, if you want to come by and see would, them. Uh, would you two like to get a room? We have plenty oh. of rooms available. Oh. There haven't been many customers coming Perhaps in Perhaps you'd here. like to extend your stay, Karen? Yeah. In the week that I was there, or after I was there, the Western Inn became kind of known for something new. Uh, super gross hookup sites for people just passing along. It's called a pass-by pass by bed. Yeah, we're really big with the Tinder community now. Uh, it's sort of a new... Uh, sort of a it's new, a new phase for us, Doug. Yeah, I think it's uh, lit a spark in our relationship, I that's for you. sure. Oh. Pam? Doug? I love you. I love you. Oh, no. Please put your... Keep your clothes on. Oh, no. Do you mind if we join? Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the door's I have, locked. I have, I have macadamia. These milk. old mm. doors are jammed. Thank you, eBay. Oh. Let me pour it all over your oh, no. breasts. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Not in the jukebox. Keep, keep it away I from the jukebox. <laughs> oh, wow. That got really hot there at the end. You know, last time I stayed at a hotel, they didn't have any rooms for me. But they did let me stay in the broom closet. It was pretty cozy. There was an ammonia smell in there, though. I passed out. Woke up a week later. <laughs> up next on This American Lie, don't set it off. That's when we return on our program. When we continue, please stay with us. This American Lie is brought to you by Runty Stuff. Runty Stuff, it's the stuff the people kind of overlooked, like misshapen vegetables at the supermarket or trash bags with holes in it. They're perfectly good, except they're runty stuff. Runty stuff. This is American Lime, our grassy tweaky pick a theme, bringing Ryan stories on that theme. This week's theme, what set me off? Act two, don't set it off. The Vroomsters are an underground gang of car thieves who steal cars back to return them to the victims of car theft. So when a car gets stolen from you, they'll come and they'll steal the car back from the people that stole it and give it back to you. They're basically car thieves for good. Like the, like the Dexter of car thieves. Tanya Weston Rhymes spent a year as one of the Vroomsters and here's her tale. In a small town in northern New Jersey, I found myself uh, going back and forth between, between the roomsters and, and people who, who had their cars taken from them, taken from their homes, taken from their businesses. Clearly, it was a, it was a thing that was going on in northern New Jersey. Lots of cars being stolen. And then, and then given back. Jordan Wexler helped me out by uh, putting me in the, the roomster suit, getting me all accustomed to the, this way of life, of stealing cars back for the good. No, oh, you was a natural. Oh. You was a natural. I mean, I've seen so many cars stolen in this neighborhood that you, you wouldn't imagine. But I saw in your eyes that you wanted to do something about it, so you, I mean, you fit right in here. Thank you. I, uh, I mean, I have, I have hot-wired cars before. I can tell. Most, most of the roosters, I mean, we've had, some of us have bad, most of us have kind of a past, but, you know, we turn it around, and we give it back. And, uh, Jordan, gonna, yeah. did you say roosters? Did I? <laughs> I thought I heard you say roosters. Uh, I uh, I suffer from uh, a bad ear. But it's roomsters, roomsters, right? That's what I said. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, uh, Anyways, Tamia uh, here is re uh, she's uh. Tanya. That's what I said. Look, I got a bad ear, all right? It's fine. Look, can we? Let's just go out and get this car, right? Is yeah, it? yeah. We so, need to get it back from the uh, the thieves who stole it. Yeah, the thieves. And, and we suspect, of course, that those thieves are the McDonald's. 
The McDonald's are always thieving cars oh, in northern New Jersey. Uh, we should clarify, not the chain restaurant McDonald's, but there's a family of kind of upstart punks who... Yeah, Benjamin, Tyler, Tucker. Yeah, Benjamin, Tamler, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler. What Tyler. did I say? I don't know. Tamler? Again, I have a bad deal, right? Yeah. Okay, so damn you, uh, why don't you get in the shotgun and we'll take a look right now. Yeah. Hey, boss, can I come along too? What? I said, can I come along too? No, wait. Let Coco come. No, Coco has to watch the shop. If Coco's not in the shop, who's going to watch the shop? Oh, come on. I, I never get any action. Oh, you want to go now? Coco wants to get out of the cage. Let me out there. Coco typically gets to uh, gets to stay in the mechanic office. Okay, how about this? I, I sent Coco out here. It's Coco. Call me Coco, buddy. That's what I said. I heard cuckoo. Okay, look. Two roomsters go out. One of you guys, why don't you handle? Tanya's and Coco's. Tanya. (laughs) Look, I don't have time for this, okay? Okay, George. I gotta return a bunch of cars to the people who got stolen from. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do, too. All right, Coco, you ready? I've been born for this. Okay, I'm gonna drive then. Uh, We ended up in the. Wait, before we go. We have to sing the room, Roomster song. Okay, great. This is actually, this is my favorite It's more song of a ever. jingle. Okay. And a one, and, and a two, two and, and a three. one, two, three. Hong Kong, vroom, vroom, here we go. Who's there? Here we go. Vroom, vroom, here we go. Save the day. Look, maybe, uh... Hong Kong. Maybe you need to work on it a bit. It's my favorite song. I know it backwards and forwards. Look, you're, you're an honorary broomster, but you're not uh, an authentic broomster. So, so keep on working on it, all right? Okay, Coco, I feel I sense a status change here. Uh, that's fine. Coco's out of the cage, all right? I'm a changed man. We ended up in the McDonald's parking lot. Not the McDonald's of the thieves, but the McDonald's, the chain restaurant, the McDonald's. McDonald's restaurant where Ronald McDonald sometimes frequents. Ronald, of course, was the father of Tyler and Tucker. Uh, boss, can I get a Happy Meal? Yeah, absolutely. I'm the boss, right? Our status hasn't changed then? Can I get a Happy Meal? Yeah, of course you can. Fries? Well, he sounds a lot like Jordan. Can't understand a word he <laughs> yeah, says. I, You're I, saying I, a word of fries? No, Happy Meal, right, Coco? You want a Happy Meal? I want all the toys. Uh, that's it. All right, Scam. Anybody who's in and I'm, I'm not that happy, so you can go ahead and pull up. I think I heard pull up, so that's that's what we'll do. Uh, I take it you will, uh, you'll take care of the bill on this one? Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Public radio pays well. Oh, there they are. Oh, good. Let's get them. So we ended up following the McDonald's. The McDonald's who, who showed up and drove off in a Chrysler. 78 Chrysler. Uh, I once stole a 78 Chrysler Pacifica. It, uh... Oh, man. But look at the family that saw it when I brought it back to them. They, uh, they were truly touched. Yeah, let's do that again, Coco. What are we doing here? Waiting for a Happy Meal. Are you really that hungry that we Okay, have to... let's go. All right. We hey, follow. Be... <laughs> How much is it? How much? Sorry, you said you wanted fries, and then you said you wanted all the toys? Yeah, all the toys. All right, that's fifteen twenty-nine. Jeez. It's expensive now. Very kind of you to walk out of the store to catch us as we were driving away. Hey, hey! Are you two knuckle bums you've been sitting out here the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, boss. Yeah. Sorry, I just, I got these fries and the toys, so. They are cars being stolen left and right. Okay, we got to get the 78 Chrysler Coco and bring it back to. Look, Tanya's really slacking on the job, boss. It's not me. I don't care how much Timmy and Como You guys got to get out of there. Whatever you say, Jordan. Are you guys stealing cars? What? We're, steal- we're stealing them back from the McDonald's. From this McDonald's? No, no from a, the to people. From yeah. the Ronald McDonald's. From the McDonald's boys. From the, our mascot, Ronald McDonald's. From Tamler. 
Torrance. H- Himmler? Bindler. You know, the, the McDonald's. Famous Nazi Himmler? No, the McDonald boys. Bindler. All right, I don't know Tamler. why. I, I don't know why I asked. I, Duckler. I don't know why you did it. I just, yeah. I have kind of a an amateur passion for car theft, and I thought that's kind of cool. Oh, you want to be oh. a room uh, roofer? Oh, wait, you're the roomsters? Yeah, we're the roomsters. Get out of town! Yeah, Here. Oh my god, p- I've heard of you guys. You okay. don't see the patch? Hop All in the right. back of our Ford truck. Okay, you three goes out and right. you get that Chrysler back, okay? Yeah, fuck this job. Your drive-thru's piling up. I said fuck this job. I, I just quit. You, ju- you I, can't I can just quit leave you guys, the drive-thru right? line like that, though. Well, who are you? Coco. My, my name's Coco. <laughs> Your name's Coco? Thank you for saying it right. Bo- my boss never pronounces it correctly. Listen, I don't... I don't need to answer to you, man. You know, it's, uh, I didn't tell you to answer to me. Here we go, guys. Does guys. he have to come with us? Yeah, we're here. I think I'm in it now. You guys, we're here. We're in the back of the... Just Tires. Okay, I'll be there's, the lookout. There's that 78 Chrysler. Oh, All right, man. I'm gonna go hotwire it. All right, go. You be the lookout, Coco. Let me know if any of the McDonald's boys are coming. I'm already here. Oh, right, there's a second... The other McDonald's. I'm starting to catch on. There's a second, there's a family named McDonald's. They're the thieves. They're the car thieves. their father's name is Ronald. Yes. In a surprising turn of events. Here we go. Okay. Red wire. Oh, shit. Roomsters. Oh, no. God damn it. It was the Grimace. Oh, no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Back in the truck. Back in the truck. Oh, we failed. Oh, man. You set that alarm off immediately. I thought I knew what I was doing. I've I've hotwired cars before. Maybe my training isn't isn't what it was all what it was meant to be. It's not. Man, Coco, you should have taken the lead on this one. I'm sorry. I questioned our dynamic. It's very big of you to say. I think I'm gonna get my job back at McDonald's. Can yeah, you just drop me off. Yeah, absolutely. Thank oh, you man. so much. We gotta try again, though. This can't be it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna talk to the boss. I think we have to revoke your membership. No, 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 no. Let me let me talk to Missy. Missy Jenkins, the owner of the Chrysler. All right, this is your last chance. Uh. Hey, Missy. Uh, we 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 tried to get your your Chrysler back. And yeah, I haven't been able to pick up my kids from school for the last um, three weeks. Well, at least you have Uber, right? At least they have Uber on their phones. I, I, the device to get people to where they're going. I, you getting a phone call? Oh yeah, Missy. Uh, excuse me, one second. Uh, hello, Missy. Hi. Um. Uh. You. You really need to pick up those kids. They're I, still here. They've been here I don't. <laughs> can I talk to Principal Wexler? I don't have. I, I don't I, have a car. Let, let me handle it. Okay, but they've been here for an extended period of time, multiple days, and we can, can't. Can we no, let me handle can it. Let me handle it. He's he's kind of going crazy. Okay, we. I, I don't have a I don't have a device. I don't have a, I don't have a mobile a mobile device to pick him up, like a like a car. Okay, car. They, I hired somebody to come steal my car back, and I don't have one. All right, listen, just figure it out, okay? Like, look, I'm really sorry. Can't you just keep him a little longer? I'm really sorry, Missy, and I I will try again. Do you have any tips for me for hot wiring your vehicle? Tips? I hired you. Um. I hired you. We had to take a second mortgage on our house. Are those the keys hanging from that hook uh, right by your... Because they didn't have the keys when they stole the car, right? Can I just have those car keys that are hanging right there? Are you going to your... steal my car back? Yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm asking for the keys. Gosh, I cannot have the principal holding my kids any longer. You can have the keys. Okay, great. Thank you. With a promise that you return with my car. I'll do what I can. These McDonald's guys are fierce. All right, Tauntaun. Let me just say one thing, okay? It's Tanya. What did I say? Tauntaun. Yeah, Tanya. Okay, great. <laughs> the roomsters make a solemn promise, you know? You've made a solemn promise. I, try, I tried my best, and I'm, I'm about to go try again. No, don't try. Just do, all right? She's not I'm, good enough. I'm go, go back in your cage. <laughs> oh, come on. I should never let you out of here. Oh, I did good. No, but... I need Coco. I need Coco. He's um, he's an inspiration to me now. Are you and the team back together, huh? Yeah. Well, why don't you just get the McDonald's drive through guy back? Okay. So we went back to the McDonald's. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <coughs> I have the keys this time. Oh, that's great. 
All right, here we are at the Michelin Tires place. Chrysler is sitting out here. All right, go just use those keys in the ignition and get the car back. Okay, but... This should be a slam dunk, really. Yeah, but, um... Once I get the car, once I get the car, who's gonna drive the Ford? We haven't... I can do that. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Easy. Are you gonna follow me? Should yeah. I follow you? Sure. Yeah, we'll fo I'll follow you. Okay, great. Great. All right. Uh, oh. Oh no! The wires are exposed! What did I do? What did I do? Oh man! Oh. Don't come back to us! Go back to the car and fix it! Okay, okay, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna turn the keys and the ignition. It's getting louder! Oh, why? why is it so loud? Come on! Leave it behind! Come on, Leave it behind! Start. Right, I'm leaving! I was left there to deal with the McDonald's boys. Uh, hey guys, I'm just a I'm just a reporter uh, for public radio. Just uh, just looking around. You look lost. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm real lost. I. Uh... Hey Taylor, this lady looks lost. She looks like maybe uh, she needs a ride somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I could use a ride. Um, well, Taylor just got a new Chrysler. Why don't we, why don't we drop you off? Oh, somewhere? great. Good idea. Let's let's go for a ride in the Chrysler. Great. Um, if you just buckle up. Yes, safety. Okay, safety. absolutely. Safety. Um, buckling, buckling up. Hey, um, you guys think you could uh, take it to 411 Magnolia Street? Oh. Take take me to not the car. Just take me to four one one Magnolia. Why is that? That just so sounds. This sounds familiar. familiar. It's uh, like by the old bridge. The old bridge. That lady's house, right? Yeah, that's an old lady's house. Mm, yeah, I think it's on the way back. Do you want to drive it up? Uh, I think it's on the way back. You know, it's on the way back. Yeah, we Yeah. Yeah, we grabbed it. Actually, can, can we go to Fairview Elementary first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to pick up some kids. Yeah, we'll be able to pick up some kids. Couple kids? So how, nice. many, wait, how, how many kids? Like three kids? I think it might be three. They like Frozen? Yeah, they do like Frozen. Yeah, yeah we could probably pick up the kids. Because every child likes Frozen. Let's get some fries first. Let's go. You want to go to McDonald's <laughs> first? Yeah, we're the McDonald's boys. Sounds good. <laughs> I drive a Pontiac. It's my brother's. Up next, forgot to set it off. <laughs> That's when our program continues. Please stay with us on This American Lie. This American Lie is brought to you by telling your middle sister she's adopted and telling your older sister that she's the love child of your mother and her high school English teacher. <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> This is American Lion Mark. Each week we pick a theme. I'm starting on a theme. This week's theme. What set me off? Act three. Forgot to set it off. Humorist Eliza Redondo gets up at 4 a.m. every single morning to write her funny little articles. But one day, she forgot to set her alarm, and it changed her entire way of working. Here's Eliza Redondo. So I'm the funny one, you know, I'm the funny girl. Uh, many people think that funniness comes from uh, your inner creativity, chaos. But what I learned uh, or what I found was that funny came from a system. And I found that the more that I fell into a routine, the funnier that I became. So at 4 a.m., I realized that my creativity was bursting and I would, and I would set my alarm and, and I would write my, my little joke articles for LAist. Oh, and this one morning, um, my cat, uh, I live with five of them, so my one cat, uh, he sat on my phone. I don't know what he was thinking. Fluff is a nut. Uh, he sat on my phone, and uh, my alarm didn't go off. It didn't go off. Uh, so I woke up at 7 a.m., and my creativity window had closed. I... Uh, I had nothing to write about. Um, I fell into a deep sadness. And then I went to bed early that night. And I woke up at my natural time. 9, 9 a.m. the next day. I slept for 12 hours. I slept for 12 hours. I was thrown into chaos. 
Yeah, we noticed uh, that you hadn't come in uh, in your normal 5 a.m. donut <laughs> time, and we got we got kind of worried about you, I Eliza. I was so nervous. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Mary run the donut shop uh, across the street from me. Uh, they know me <clears throat> because we exchange the same pleasantries every day, and we always make each other laugh. Um, they have a great dough recipe that you cannot find anywhere else on the West Coast. We got you glazed. We, we got, got you glazed. We got, oh, look at it. You know, we had them all, you know. The, we had them all set out for you. The eight glazed donuts just the like you glazed. like. And uh, someone else came and, you know, we had to give them away. We, we had, had to sell. We, we make to. new donuts every day. Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a shelf life. And if you don't sell by that shelf you life, then you away. have to give them away. And we did. That's what we did. Uh, Joe and Mary were um, uh, noticing my debilitating state and... Uh, Instead of being the uh, caring uh, morning presenters that I knew them to be at 5 a.m., uh, I found them to be a betrayal. I, it was a betrayal, and uh, that's when I realized that my system is what kept me uh, in line. <laughs> um, and without my, you know, my 4 a.m. joke writing, there came no 5 a.m. donut. Without my 5 a.m. donut missed my 7 a.m. coffee without my 7 a.m. coffee I had I didn't have a 10 a.m. bike ride and without my 10 a.m. bike ride I wouldn't have my therapist at 11. (laughs) Um, My therapist Judy um, she uh, we found her through a family friend Um, uh, um, Judy stopped seeing me because I refused to show up (laughs) here's Judy well it's very hard to have a client who doesn't come in. And I agreed to do this interview, but I think after that we need to part ways. Uh, you no longer are showing up. Judy. Liza. Judy, can I, can we keep going? I, I paid for the hour. Judy, Absolutely. Judy, um, do you think that, that there is more to me? Do you think I need? Do you think I need the system? Am I nothing without a system? Am I not myself? Am I not whole? Eliza, Am I not funny? Eliza, I'm gonna have to stop you right there, because uh, Benjamin asked me a question, and I I want to tell him the answer to that question before we go on. Benjamin, yeah, it all relates to your childhood abuse trauma. Right. Um, I just don't know if I can get over. I have big ears. And Judy, um, be big. <laughs> uh, Judy, uh, do you feel um, like uh, if I were to approach you in a bar that I would be pleasing and that you'd want to talk to me about weather no. or current events, just like not knowing me? Do you think, um, <laughs> like, first glance that you'd want to talk to me? I don't know. You're, you're going to have to brush your teeth. That needs to happen. Well, I forgot about that. I'm sorry, I paid for the hour. Benjamin? I paid for the hour. It's This is just like my mom. It's about your this mother. It's just like my mom. It's about your mother ignoring you. Ignoring me. <laughs> okay, Judy. Sit on Judy. your hands. Judy. Sit on your Judy. hands. Sit on Judy. your hands. Judy. Judy. Judy, Judy, uh, do you, do you, uh, do you think if I listen to a sad song um, from Jewel or um, Alanis Morissette mm, that I, I might be able to find Sade myself? I recommend over those. Always Sade. I was down. I was depressed. I was alone. I didn't know where to turn. So I, uh, I thought, who is the, who's the person that I know that's most like myself? And um, that's my father, my father, Joe. Um, Joe always had a system and he worked well within it, barely knew him to fall. And um, in my moment of most vulnerable, I decided to go to him and ask him, did he ever have a blip on the radar? Did, did he ever get thrown off from where he was or on his journey? Did he ever fall down a chute? Could he get back up? Oh, Lizzie. Everybody falls. Everybody gets back up. You can't let something like this bring you down. I didn't I didn't I didn't raise you to be a quitter and I didn't raise you to to wallow in sadness. You know what happened to me when I hit a stretch of uh, writer's block? I I sat in my room for for three days straight. It made me go neurotic. Much like I'm guessing you've been. Yeah, like what's happening right now? 
Yes, it's, it's, it's completely normal. But you have to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and you'll get there. What do I do, Dad? What do I do? I'm not myself. I look at myself and I don't recognize myself. Well, for starters, you, you need to get outside in the world and just, just enjoy nature around you. All right, be grateful for the world and and the way it exists, and and, and just just talk to talk to things, talk to birds, talk to talk to the the streetlight at at the corner of your block, see if it talks back. Talk to the mailbox, see if the mailbox says anything. I took my dad's advice. I uh, I went outside and I talked to the mailbox, and uh, one of the neighbors called the police. Um, but then. A miracle happened. Uh, turns out, jail kind of has a really organized system. I mean, there's somebody there to wake you up in the morning. There's somebody there to tuck you in at night. There's somebody there to bring you soup three times a day. Uh, there's a person who is kind of crazy and yells at me and mean. She calls herself my roommate, um, but she always does it in a in a uh, organized way. <laughs> it's like whenever I start snoring, she'll throw a shiv at me. Um, and I started realizing that sometimes systems can come in the most unimaginable places. Uh, and just like that, in jail, in my orange jumpsuit, um, I found myself writing funny jokes again. Uh, I'm your court-appointed lawyer, and I don't need to hear any, any cute little quips about cats. <laughs> All right. Uh, we need to get you out of here. Get you, get you on parole. No, I want to stay. <laughs> I'm my best self again. Well, this is um, a waste of my time then. <laughs> uh, read this joke I wrote about a cat. Oh, I get it. It's, it's perfect. Uh -huh. Oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep in 20 minute increments every 40 minutes. That's just how I do. Makes it really hard to work with me or have a relationship with me. Up next, setting off a nation. That's when our program continues on This American Line. Please, for the love of God, stay with us. This American Line is brought to you by the age 11. You're not a teenager, but you're not a little kid. But things are getting weird with your body. And I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> this is American Lime, Mark Grazzi. Each week, we get theme, we're going to stories on the theme. This week's theme, what sent me off? Our fourth and final act, Act 4. Setting off a nation. The small island nation of Vermouth now part of Canada, experienced a revolt in 1952, long thought to be the result of, a, of poor living conditions on the island. But a new set of tapes has been recovered showing that a small-time revolutionary named Mountain Mike may have actually set off the revolt. Producer Yossi Schwartz-Domingo presents those tapes. Here's Yossi. Vermouth, not just a silky smooth drink, but a, an island that's uh, unlike any other. Now, when you think revolt, you think uh, violence, uh, murder, pillaging, destruction. But uh, for the island of Vermouth, things were a little different. Uh, I uncovered some tapes during my research and discovered he's almost like a legend Mountain Mike his real name is Michael Sinclair but after he led the people of Vermouth he became known as the Mountain this is an excerpt from one of Mountain Mike's inspirational speeches. Vermouth been here before Canada, eh? 
Hey. We've been here before them, eh? Hey. So it's only right that we stay independent. We write letters. That's what we do. We'll write letters. All the way to their government saying that we're not going to do this anymore. Hey. Hey. Oh. The four of us. We're going to start something big. We're going to start something big. Big like a mountain. Right my oh, I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah, that's all right. Just big up. Oh, I was gonna. I was saying. You did you have something to say? No. In Vermouth, Don't everyone raises sorry. their hands. In Vermouth, everyone raises their hands. Don't be sorry. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry for being sorry. All right. Well, that's fine. Anything else? From the four of us, there's only four of us here. There's only four of us here. Eh? Where's the bathroom? Eh? Oh, the uh, bathroom is back there. Eh? And like that, Mike inspired a revolution. By asking people to raise their hands before they talked, he was able to lead them. This idea never occurred on the island before. And little did they know they'd uncover some truly special natural resources along the way. This is a geologist and anthropologist Dr. Susan Wexler. Susan, what was found at Vermouth made the island just something that Canada had to have. What was it? What drew them to it? The fresh springs. The fresh mountain springs. Just water? Water. Pure, fresh water? Some of the water had... Um, had little bits of fluoride in it. Some of it. That sounds like regular water. <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> it's the mountain springs of Vermouth. Is it possible that Vermouth isn't as special as it has been... It's very special. ...told to be? I, I consider Vermouth one of the most majestic places to go. All right, uh, just keep following me up here to the top of this mountain. Okay. All right, here we are. Okay, now, this is the thing that makes vermouth what it is. Okay, take a look. Huh? It, uh... Look at, those, look at that. A couple trees. Yeah. A couple rocks. Right at the top of this here mountain. You know, I, I feel bad hiring a tour guide. We really just walked up a set of stairs... This, this isn't majestic at all. Oh, stairs carved into rock. Into solid mountain rock. You know. You hey. say stairs, I say mountain. Hey! 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 My kid's practicing to be Fonzie in the, uh, in the school uh, talent show. I think I really got it. Pops. You're going to do great, sweetie. Okay. G give, me, give me your best, Fonzie. Hey! Well, I heard that. What else does Fonzie do? Uh, happy day! Happy day! That's another thing we got here in Vermouth, okay? Uh, a really important point that really makes Vermouth stand out. We got TVs. TVs! I was convinced that uh, Vermouth just wasn't that great, and I couldn't quite understand why Canada saw it as this little gem. All right. Raise your hand, yeah? Raise your hand, eh? Hand it. Hand it. Hand it. Hand it. Alright. That settled it. The people of Vermouth are the best people on the island. We are what makes Vermouth. Not the water eh. or the or the rock. Eh. Or the two trees. Eh. Or the boat. Or the television. What makes us special is what we have together. What we have is vermouth. And coffee. And coffee. And stones. And stones. And a library. Oh. I'm starting an old free library, an old library box. Yeah? Hey. Yeah? Hey. Take a book, leave a book. Take a book. Leave a book. 
After listening to eight hours worth of uh, these tapes, uh, it was clear that Vermouth was just a nice place, much like the rest of Canada. It wasn't so much a revolution as a partnership. The, the people of Vermouth had crossed over to Canada, <coughs> let them taste some of their fresh, clean, fluoride-filled water, and the people of Canada welcomed them in open arms. Perhaps Vermouth, Vermouth isn't as special as we think it is. Oh, I just, I've, I forgot to mention, uh, some of the water has, has fluoride in it. Did I mention that? Uh, I mentioned yes, that already. That's, that was something that came up. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that, because that's special. Is there anything else, just any tiny thing that might be somewhat different about oh, the springs have, or natural yeah. resources of Vermouth? Oh, sure. We got gas stations. It's not a natural resource. I oh, mean, the the, yeah. the the gas is the gasoline after it's refined, but yeah. why the gas station? Self-serve. I'll never be returning to Vermouth. <laughs> there's nothing here for me, and there's nothing special about it. For all you listeners out there, just know that Vermouth is a place, and that's really it. They wouldn't let me into Canada because I'm off-putting. That'll do it for this week's This American Lie. <laughs> I'd like to thank our producers, Ryan Blum Queen, Britannia Weston Rhines, Eliza Redondo, Yossi Schwartz Domingo, Brian Flynn, Early Holmes, Alex Franklin, Dan Heber, Michael Gordon, and of course the big boss man, Tori Malatia, who sat next to an interesting person on the bus this morning. Coco's out of the cage. Stay tuned next month for more episodes of This American Line.